Lord, he's amazing, amen? I want to welcome all the first-time visitors for coming here. I want to welcome Daniel, yes. And your name? Brian. Then we have one more, Jonathan, second time here. Praise God. Hallelujah. You guys are, it's awesome to have you here. We just love Jesus. We love worshiping, getting lost in his presence, amen? We're talking about freedom tonight. Can you say freedom? Freedom in the Lord. It's amazing. It's amazing. To be free in the Lord. To be able to worship him. To be able to live a life without fear. To be able to live a life where you don't care what anybody else thinks. Amen? Well, you don't care that you can talk about him all day long and you can go talk to a stranger and, and speak of his love and what he's done in your life. Freedom. Freedom to, to go through problems and not have to doubt, not have to question, and, and just be just walking in faith. Freedom. Because, you know, when, when you're not walking in freedom, you're walking with worries and anxiety and fear. And I know something about that, you know. And fear, and it's just you're, you're in bondage. You're held captive. Amen. And we all know that Jesus came to what? To set the captives free. Amen. Hallelujah. The love of God is so amazing. How he will not stop at anything to, to allow us to be free, to walk in that freedom, to walk with him in that freedom, to be able to enjoy this life and not have it be a burden upon us. Because he is opening the way and he is walking with us all the days of our lives if we are fully committed to him. Fully committed to him. Everybody say fully. Fully committed to him. All of our heart, soul, mind, and strength given to him. Our will surrendered to him, saying, Lord, do with me what you want. I am yours. Lord, get rid of the sin in my life because I don't want it. It's holding me back from being closer to you. We meet so many people on the street that say, well, the Lord will forgive me, and the Lord, you know, he, he came for the sinners. And, and all these excuses on why they can continue to, to walk in sin. And we all know that the devil is a liar. Amen? The devil is a liar. And he's the only one that wants us to continue walking in bondage. To want us to, he's the only one that wants us to continue going round and round in a circle. Going round and round in a desert where there's nothing there. There's nothing living in that desert. Amen? The devil is the only one that wants to keep us locked up, bound to the things of this world. It's the enemy and only the enemy. So when you, when lies come into your head, when you think, oh, it's okay if I do this because I'll be forgiven. It's okay if I struggle because you know what? Change, I can change over time. The Lord can set me free maybe in three months, a year. It's on his time. And guess what? Jesus wants you walking in freedom today. Everybody say today. Amen. There's nothing in this world that can hold the freedom of God back from us. He is ready and willing to pour it out into us. Freedom from this world, freedom, worries of life, anxiety of day-to-day life, depression, freedom from anger, addictions, freedom from demons. Come on. Freedom from demons. Come on. Everybody say demons. Demons out. Out in Jesus' name. Come on. We're going to read out of the book of Mark. It says, they went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. 
Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. And he shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Swear to God that you won't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. And he gave them permission, and the evil spirits came out and went, and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported that in, this, that in the town and countryside, And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by a legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind. Amen. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave the region. Come on. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him, and Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And the people were amazed. Amen. Hallelujah. A legion of demons. Nothing can hold Christ back. Nothing can hold the power of Christ back because he loves us so. This man was here. He was bound, and and he was living off among tombs, away from his family. And Jesus comes, and he sets him free. People see him in his right mind. And he sends him back to go home to the life that he was intended to have. See, many times we are bound, and there's a life that God has intended us to have, but we're so bound with our sin. We're so bound with the things of this world that we're not living in the place where God wants us. We're not living in the promised land that he has for us because we're so bound and tied to this world. Amen? We're, we're bound to, to sin. Come on, everybody say sin. Whether it's sexual immorality, whether it's drugs. Come on, drugs, man. Addictions, actual addictions. You know, many of us in this room don't know what that means. We understand that somebody is going off and and shooting up, but we don't understand the bondage that that takes in your life once you do it just one time. One time the devil comes into your life. One time you give him that opportunity and it's over with, and you're going to struggle. And generations after you will struggle because of that one time that you sinned. And it takes only the power of God to come upon a man or a woman to set that person free. It's one step to Jesus Christ. It's one step to to him and saying, Lord, set me free tonight in Jesus' name. And he will have his way in your life. Come on, adultery. Adultery is not a decision just that a man makes and it only affects him. It affects his wife. It affects his children and his children's children. It will affect generations and generations with bitterness and anger and rage inside of you. And all this sin does for its momentary pleasures, it leads to death. But Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus came to make the dead rise. Amen? 
Jesus came to fill us up, to fill us up with his power so that we may walk and we may go against the devil's schemes in the name of Jesus Christ and walk in freedom and walk in liberty. As Christians, we need to walk in that knowledge. And if you're not dealing with addictions such as shooting up or or heroin or smoking crack or anything like that, if you're not dealing with that, what are you dealing with? Are you dealing with lust? Are you dealing with jealousy? Are you dealing with low self-esteem? Come on, somebody. Low self-esteem will keep you down on yourself, will, will not let you go forward in what the Lord has for you. Low self-esteem will keep you in a place you don't want to be and will keep you in a place where you will not do, you will not fulfill the plans that God has in your life. Low self-esteem, which is another form of pride. Jesus wants us to walk in freedom. John 8, 31, if we can turn there. John 8, 31. says, To the Jews which believed in him. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. See, first of all, Jesus said, if you are, what did he say? If you are really my disciples. He didn't just say, if you are really my churchgoers. If you are just Christian by name, he said, if you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You have to hold on to his teaching. People walk around in bondages for for one reason, because of their, their relationship with God, the lack of relationship that they have with him. They don't hold on to God's teachings. The word becomes old. The word becomes mundane. You know, getting in on your knees and praying with God. And talking to God gets old. And they begin to falter. And they begin to, to get back into that bondage. And the, they, they give themselves over to the enemy just by not praying, just by not opening up the word of God and hiding his word in your heart. You have to hold on to his teachings. Everybody say hold. You've got to hold on to his teachings. And the truth will set you free. And what is the truth? The truth is knowing in Romans 6 and 23, that the wages of sin is death. Come on, somebody. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, people don't understand that when they sin, the wages, the price for their sin is death. Spiritual death. Sometimes physical death immediately. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. That's God's teaching. That's what he's telling you today. He's telling you, I came. I gave my life up for you, for you, for you, for you. Now you have a decision to make because I did my part. I cannot do any more for you. I can only die for you once. We only needed a one-time sacrifice, amen? Not many. One-time sacrifice. We only needed one high priest. Come on. And that's Jesus Christ, our Lord. And when we accept him, when we believe in him with all our hearts, when we believe in him, we surrender it all to him and we receive that free gift. And the wages are paid for. And it's done and over with that debt that you had before. It's done and over with and it's canceled. Amen? That's the beautiful thing. It says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is spirit. 
And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Wherever the Lord is, there is freedom. And you come into this place, immediately you feel, man, you start, you just start thinking about all the sin, all the things, the bondages, the worries in your life. When you come into God's presence, all these things start coming into you. Guess what? Because God's reminding you. The Spirit is reminding you and telling you, this is the stuff that I'm going to take out of you. This is the stuff that I want you to get rid of. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is no continual sin. There is no continual bondage. No more struggling with sin because he takes it. He takes it away. If it wasn't like that, if he was going to take years to set you free from something, then he's not God. And he's not all-powerful. He is all-powerful. And tonight he wants us to be set free. Tonight he wants us to believe. Tonight he wants us to have faith in him that he can do it. That the one who created this world in six days and rested on the seventh can set you free tonight in six seconds. Amen? He can set you free from all things that will hold you back from that relationship with him, that will hold you back from entering into the holy of holies. When Christ died, the veil was torn so that you could enter, have that intimate, close relationship with him. But sometimes we try to put that veil back up, and we don't want to enter into the light. We don't want our sin to be exposed, and we don't want the world to know that we need God. Because of pride in our life. We need God. Apart from him, we can do nothing. Have you ever tried to breathe? Have you ever tried to make yourself breathe? You can't. You cannot make yourself breathe. Come on. You cannot make your intestines and your organs work. You cannot make your heart pump on its own. You'll die. We cannot do anything apart from him. It's by his mercy and his grace that we are still here and that we have been given time and time again to come unto him and to receive him. And now that we've received him, we can rejoice in our salvation. And when the hard times come, when you feel like you're getting trapped, you rejoice in your salvation and you praise God because he is in control. The almighty God is in control. Let's turn to Romans 8:38. I I love this passage. Romans 8, 38. If I can find it. Okay. We we went to New Orleans this summer. Man, it was just powerful. And some of you know the story, some of you don't. And we were on Bourbon Street and we ran across this guy who was demon-possessed. And to me, this scripture just comes to mind every time I... I think about him. He was demon-possessed, and he starts manifesting there in the middle of Bourbon Street. takes about um, four to six people to hold him down. And, and the devil is just talking, and demons are just coming out in the name of Jesus Christ. And, and God's love, man, oh, was so evident that night. was so evident that night because he wanted to, he wanted to see his son set free that night. He wanted to see his son set free. He, no matter what sin that man, his name was Kevin, no matter what Kevin had done in his life, God says, I don't care. I want him. And he put him in our path, and we prayed for him the first day, and he ended up leaving. His friends came from the second day. He came back all by himself, and there was, like, practically nobody on the street. It was us, and, and he came, you know, down, down the street, and he got set free after an hour and a half. 
And, and oh, it's amazing because today he is living for God. Today he is in a church where he's getting mentored. And that is the love of God. And that the scripture just comes to mind. It says, you know, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither the height nor the depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The love of God. There's nothing that can hold the love of God back. There's nothing. And he'll pour it out upon you. You know, I meet so many people on the streets who say, I know God. I, I've seen God move in my life, but I'm just not ready to live for him 100%. I'm just not ready. So there's only one thing that can hold it back. There's only one thing that pushes it away. Even though he pours it out and he pours it out and he calls us and his mercy and his grace is there forever. But it's us. It's us who push it away. It's us by choosing the world, the things that are temporary, the things that are here right now because we cannot wait for the things that he has for us. It's because of that that we push it away, but yet he still goes after us and he pursues us. And he brings us back into repentance because he loves us so. So are you living free tonight? I want everybody to close your eyes and think for a minute. Are you living free tonight? If you accepted Christ years ago, are you living as free as you were that moment? As free as you felt when you felt that there was nothing in this world that can hold you back. You remember that feeling? That you were on top of the world because you knew that you knew that you knew that God was so real and that you wanted him more than anything else. Are you living that free tonight? Because the spirit of the Lord is here. And the spirit of the Lord says there is freedom in this place because I'm in this room and I brought you here today because I want you free from sexual immorality. I want you free from pornography. I want you free from rage and jealousy. I want you free tonight. Jesus, show us, Holy Spirit. Show us, Holy Spirit. See, there are times in our lives where we understand that we need help. But we need to turn to the one and only that can. Many times we put our trust in medication. We put our trust in family members and friends and politicians to bring us that hope and that peace that we're looking for. We put our hope in them to bring us the freedom that we want. We put our hope in the government to bring us the freedom that we think we need. But yet no matter who is around us, no matter who's in office, no matter how much freedom they can give you, they cannot set you free from a broken heart. They cannot set you free from depression. They cannot set you free from anxiety. Do you understand? There's only one that can. There's only one that can, and his name is Christ Jesus. And it's Christ Jesus alone that can set you free tonight. He came to set the captives free. He came to bind up the brokenhearted. He came for one thing and one thing alone, and that was for you. That was for you to come into his arms. That was for you to come and receive eternal life. 
Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. He came to bring freedom to the sick. Hallelujah. To the paralytic, he gave them freedom to walk. Come on. The blind, he gave them sight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, you're in this place. Hallelujah, Father. Come on, Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us, Lord. What is hidden in our hearts, Jesus? Jesus, we call on the name of Jesus. Jesus, come on, Lord. There's relationships in this room that need to be broken, Lord. Freedom from relationships, from hurtful relationships. Father, there's relationships. Father, close those doors tonight in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We call on the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we declare freedom in this room. Devil, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and I declare freedom over the children of God. Devil, I bind your attacks and your lies right now in Jesus' name. You spirit of lies, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. You spirit of doubt, I bind you in Jesus' name. Come on. I let loose freedom in this room. Freedom. Freedom to be radical for Jesus. To be transparent. Come on. Freedom to declare the word, freedom, to worship him in spirit and in truth. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ricky, I'm going to ask you to play a song in the, in the background. And I want us to, we're going to pray tonight. We're going to lay hands on each and every person. And I want you to think of one thing that you want prayer for, because we all need prayer. Amen? We all need prayer. Come on, I'll be the first to admit I need freedom from worries. I need freedom in the name of Jesus, and I receive it tonight. I receive it tonight. The Lord wants to set us free. He came to set the captives free, and if we don't allow him to do that, then who are we serving? Who are we serving tonight? Why are you here? Why did you come? Did you come to hear a message that's going to make you feel good?